With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So a wild story here involving one of the more famous people in American sport over the last 20 years, the Red Sox David Ortiz, Big Poppy, who was shot on Sunday night in the Dominican Republic. I don't know if you've been listening here, you've been paying attention, but it's a, a, a crazy tale how this all has been shown on the social media. It's played out in real time here. Uh, so David Ortiz, 43 years old. The initial report said it was part of a robbery. That turned out not to be the case. He was hanging out at a restaurant slash nightclub in Santo Domingo in the Dominican. Never been there. Uh, never been. Probably won't be going there. Uh, but he's hanging out there in the Dominican, and a gunman comes in on the back of a motorcycle, jumps off, bang, into David Ortiz, shoots him. Right there, everyone, people enjoying a nice drink, having a meal, and uh, this guy jumps off a motorcycle and shoots. Now, Dominican TV showed Ortiz being put into an ambulance, so you saw him being taken to the ambulance, rushed to the hospital for treatment, and the reports indicate that Ortiz was shot in the lower back. That was later confirmed by video, and the, the medical people in the Dominican said the bullet went through and through. And he went right into surgery, had several hours of surgery. There was an entry and an exit wound, which means the bullet, from watching crime shows, not inside David Ortiz. So the bullet has exited 
outbound of David Ortiz, the chief of police in the Dominican town where Ortiz was shot, said that he's in stable condition after the surgery, and the suspect has been arrested. In fact, video of the actual shooting within about an hour and a half ended up on social media. You can watch David Ortiz get shot at the restaurant slash bar in uh, the Dominican. And I've watched the video several times. Uh, It is not overly graphic other than the fact that you know someone's being shot in the video, but Ortiz is sitting there lounging with some TV personality from the Dominican who happened to post a photo shortly before on social media, on Instagram, just before uh, the shooting took place. Apparently the guy also was shot and injured in the incident, the guy that Ortiz was with. Uh, but you can see Ortiz is sitting there. He's he's talking to this guy, schmoozing, and the gunman comes off the motorcycle. He's holding a pistol, both hands, holding the gun with both hands, and muzzle flash uh, goes off. And then uh, Ortiz wounded. He uh, he didn't even know what hit him. He was shot from behind, and he's grabbing the right side of his abdomen falling off the chair from the gunshot and then everything documented everything documented taken to the hospital so the the question where are we at on this i mean the, the fallout from david ortiz uh, being shot in his native dominican republic because we've seen a number of situations where athletes now they haven't been shot per se but crimes have happened Ball players who are from the Dominican and go back there and stuff goes sideways. So you've got targeted meat lovers and the puzzle. And we'll put all this together here. Now, to lead off with, we don't have all the facts. We have most of them, though. I mean, because of all this playing out in real time, we have the raw, basic, bedrock information about what happened to David Ortiz. As we said, he was robbed. He was not robbed. He was, that was the initial report. This was an unprovoked situation. Uh, I don't know how else you can say it other than he was targeted. Either he or the person he was with, the TV personality from the Dominican, either one of them were being targeted. But Ortiz was shot in the back. There was no verbal confrontation. There was no way for Ortiz to escape. He didn't even know he was about to be shot. He was behind him. He wasn't even paying attention. He was talking to this other schmo. Uh, And the guy rides in on the back of a motorcycle, jumps off, and as I said, he both hands on the gun, points, fires, and then runs away. Now, I'm going to assume, based on some previous situations in the Dominican with athletes that have gotten in trouble or or had situations where stuff has happened, they have security with them. But even if David Ortiz had security, he likely did have security with him, I don't know what more they can do. I I mean, he's, he's sitting there... And he's not facing, you don't expect someone, I would think, I don't know how, I know crime is is rampant in parts of the Dominican, but I would think that you wouldn't expect to be sitting at a restaurant bar and have some guy run up on a motorcycle and shoot you. I don't think that that's going on every day of the week. But this was a premeditated, based on the video, a premeditated situation. It reminded you of what you see in a movie or even we've seen it in some real life situations, like an assassination attempt of a, a political leader, where you know the the, the um, James Bond like scene where the guy runs in on the motorcycle, jumps off, commits the shooting, and then goes on. The only other scenario here, other than David Ortiz was targeted, is was this a case of mistaken identity? Was uh, were they, But I don't know. I mean, you, you never saw the guy. I mean, he, the guy shot Ortiz in the back. Was he trying to shoot the TV person? I mean, that's the only other thing. Other than, If it wasn't targeted Ortiz, and if it was Ortiz, if he was the target, which certainly it, my working theory on this, we're all Sherlock Holmes, but my working theory on this is that he was the target. But why? Like, you know, he's... By all accounts, David Ortiz has been very generous giving back to the people of the Dominican. Did he did he cross somebody he shouldn't have crossed here? What happened was there's got to be more to the story here. But it did look like an assassination attempt from like a Bond movie uh, or, or something back in the day. 
And I mean, jeez. <laughs> you know, he's Ortiz made a good amount of money with the rest. Of it. I don't know what he's worth. Maybe a hundred million, fifty million, something. At least fifty million. You would think David Ortiz back from his days playing with the Red Sox. But we've heard a number of stories over the years of players who have been persons of interest for the hoodlums uh, that run amok around the Dominican. Uh, And we've talked about some of these stories. It doesn't always pop up on our radar, but family members being kidnapped and held for ransom uh, in some situations. Desperados on the warpath running wild here. Uh, And sporadically, this stuff boils over now. But this was, again, not a a robbery. This is, man. And uh, what what happens now going forward, is assuming this is actually as my, I don't know how it's minor. You get shot through and through. It's They say it hit no vital organs. There's a lot of vital organs there in, in the body that you could have could have taken out. Uh, David Ortiz could have been, that's it, lights out, uh, game over. And an, another, for the, for the people of the Dominican, though, it's another black eye for that country, the third world country here, and you've got, uh, if you've been paying attention at all to the news, now there's some big resorts there. They're trying to get American tourists to come down to the Dominican because they've got all kinds of resorts. There have been five U.S. tourists that have died in the Dominican Republic since April. They think there's some kind of poisoning going on with the uh, the air conditioning vents, and they're using chemicals to for the plants and all these these resorts. And there's other high-profile cases of... You've got people injured, dying at these luxury resorts. And uh, and so now, just randomly, this, this is, of course, a non-sequitur as it, it relates to that, but I guess it's all connected in one way or another here that David Ortiz, you can just be going out in certain parts of the Dominican and somebody can run up and conceivably shoot you uh, for no no apparent reason. Now, furthermore, in Big Poppy's case here, the shooter uh, has been arrested. Not only that, as I said, everything documented. There is a video of what happened to the alleged shooter, the guy that jumped off the motorcycle and shot David Ortiz, who fired the gun at the Red Sox legend there. And his face, if you've seen the photos of the video here, uh, it is reminiscent of a meat lover's pizza. Uh, The guy's face here. In the footage, the man is getting kicked. Vigilante street justice here. And they're treating his head like a soccer ball. They were savaging the person. They were kicking him in the head, cursing at him. And that's, well, that's street due process in parts of the Dominican. Like, this is, come on. I mean, the photos of his bloody and beaten face here circulating around. You can check them out. David Ortiz is a, a, a hero for Red Sox fans. He's a national hero in the Dominican Republic. And, man, gee, what was his idiot thinking? I mean, seriously, what do you think you could just get back on your motorcycle and la 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 la? la nothing's going to happen. Man. So, uh, the the medical reports say Ortiz is in is doing as well as can be expected, and the Red Sox, who still have David Ortiz on the payroll as an ambassador, have offered an ambulance plane to fly David Ortiz back out of the Dominican if he needs that to come back to the United States, and the the doctor in the emergency room, this is this quote will resonate, and it's making the rounds here. I, I don't know how accurate it is, but it's being reported by some of the news outfits in the Dominican that when the ambulance got to the emergency room, David Ortiz told the doctor there, please don't let me die, I'm a good man, is what he supposedly said when he got to the emergency room. I don't know how you verify that. And why is the doctor in the emergency room doing interviews? <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, anyway, I, the, the last thing here. Now, many high-profile athletes, uh, are as we in baseball particularly, from the Dominican Republic. So will the David Ortiz case change their travel patterns as far as going back? I, I would say no. I think it's highly unlikely. I don't see that stopping. I mean, I'm skeptical. You say, well, this is random. It wasn't random. He was targeted. Why he was targeted, we don't know that part of the story. But I got to tell you, man, if I if you're in that situation, I mean, you always say, what would I do? But if I was worth $100 million, I know you say, well, you got to stay true to your roots. You hear, you hear this all the time with guys who are from the 
the bad part of town and they go back and they hang out in the bad part of town and then stuff happens to them and they end up getting in trouble or whatever. But like in this particular case, like if you had enough money, you never had to work again, filthy rich. What do you, I mean, you're putting yourself in, in danger here. If you can avoid it, I mean, I know you, no one thinks it's going to happen to them and, and all that stuff, but you look at the, the amount of desperation in parts of the Dominican and the unsavory characters down there. And you're like, what the heck is going on here? But I don't think it's going to change. I think guys would be like, hey, that was a that was a unique situation. There's more involved in it, and they'll be pig-headed and continue on. But I'll tell you what, the only way, if I'm from the Dominican, the only way I'm going back is in a tank. And I would meet my friends in the tank, and I would have the infantry around me. So I would have infantry people, and I'd be in a tank, and uh, come have a meeting with me. And you have to get in the tank after you go through a metal detector. You have to go into the tank. But, I mean, or, or geez, I want to be clear. He didn't do anything wrong at all. He just happened to be minding his own business there, and he got shot from the back. And so many other places you could go. And I guess you could say, well, there's parts of America you can get shot. But I don't think it's as rampant as that, I, I would think. But... This is a puzzle. We don't have all the pieces, I'm guessing, that in the next couple of days. Based on how open the authorities are in the Dominican to share information, there's nothing embargoed at all. The video of the shooting, the video of the perp, the guy that committed the crime, his face bashed in. It's all available on the interweb. You can get it. It's like a blow-by-blow of what transpired in David Ortiz's life. On Sunday. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, 9 to 5, Jar Jar Garcia. So right a tank, huh? I would need a tank. <laughs> I don't think I'm. Could, I don't think we, I can fit in a tank. Well, I, that could be a concern as well. well could, wait, wait, could, we, could we convince you maybe a Pope Mobile? How about that? I would like that because I can wave yeah, exactly. from the Pope Mobile right? at everyone. Hi, it's bulletproof glass. Yes, that's all. Okay, I'll do the Pope Mobile. I don't need a tank. I retract the tank. Give me the Pope Mobile. I'm in, Eddie. Very good. I'm all in. Boy, this is why I could. I was captivated, Eddie. I I was captivated. This is a guy we've talked a lot about. We watched him over the course of his career from when he was a backup with Doug Mankiewicz with the Twins and then became a baseball legend with the Red Sox. And to see it all in real time, it was was crazy. Now, did you get an alert on your phone? Because I was flipping after watching the Stanley Cup final, and and I heard someone say, more on the condition of David Ortiz after this. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, what happened here? And then, of course, I found out the story. I was prepping, if you want to call what I do prepping, I was looking for stuff to talk about. I was I actually had the Stanley Cup final on. This happened during the game and I I saw something from a reporter out of the Dominican on Twitter in Spanish. Now I don't speak Spanish and I don't read Spanish. So what I did was I went to Google racist. I went to Google Translate. So I so this is how into the story I was, Eddie. I was monitoring the, uh, some of these people, some of them follow me on Twitter. I don't know who these people are, but they're the reporters in the Dominican. And I'm following their Twitter feeds and I'm clicking into Google Translate to get real-time updates from the source, from the horse's mouth <laughs> in the Dominican. So I'm like into You could this. have I'm called getting... Roberto to translate for you. <laughs> wow, that's a, yeah. I dare you. What? But He's the, bilingual. But, but anyway, so I'm, I'm watching this in real time. Then the video starts popping up. And then I'm like, oh my God, look at this guy's getting the, he's getting kicked in the side of the head from the right to the left. And he's the, lucky he's alive, frankly. Bottles I got a, to the I head got a too. report on my phone. Bottles to the head as well. Yeah, and then, but-, but Beer you, bottles. Yeah, he's getting thrown. Beer bottles were thrown at him. And is he lucky he's alive, Eddie? Because I think the end, I don't know what the laws are in the Dominican, but I'm thinking- What's your defense? <laughs> There's video of you getting off a motorcycle, both hands, gun pointed at the back of Ortiz, bang, bang. Well, I'm just What's saying, the defense? I, I think the alternative of death is, uh, I mean, he, you know, he's going to go to prison and... Uh, yeah. You would think, but uh, I, I'm sure very he's... lax the prisons in the Latin America. So well, I'm sure right? that. I'm, well, I'm thinking uh, <laughs> the people in the prison probably are David Ortiz fans too. So I'm guessing that could be a problem for him as well. Yeah. Well, so what are the Crazy. chances that? David Ortiz knows this guy's wife. Yeah, that is that is. As well, soon he, as I heard about this, I'm like, oh, I hope he's okay. And then you find out somehow he's he's going to be all right. Uh, and and then you're like, okay, why? What happened? What's going on? That's there? a good point, Coop. 
maybe not that guy, but what, what if it's, if you want to go down Conspiracy Avenue, which I am not opposed to going down <laughs> Conspiracy Avenue. I am not, but I want to clarify, these are all conspiracy theories. What if Ortiz had made some kind of, it wasn't about a woman. What if there was some kind of business agreement that he had with somebody, he crossed somebody over, screwed them out of money, and this was a paid hit? Well, it's okay. that- the only reason I'm thinking like crime of passion instead of paid hit is because it was such a bad job. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you, Coop, on this. Guy just jumps off a motorcycle and shoots him in the back. I well, mean, not all crooks are that good. I mean, they're, they're not all assassins are good. You got to pay top dollar for the good assassins. True. I'm told this could be a assassin. Yeah, right. He's um, seen movies, documentaries. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, usually they get caught because they're sloppy. This was about as sloppy as you can get. I don't know how more. Well, I mean, I would even, I would even tripping when he got off the motorcycle and getting run over by the motorcycle. I don't know. What I would even mean. suggest he wasn't really concerned about getting away with it. He just wanted to harm David Ortiz. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, he didn't really have a good exit strategy. No, no, he didn't <laughs> crime of passion, right? Crime of passion. <sighs> Well, we will find out what uh, comes of this here in the coming days. If you would like to talk about it, you are more than welcome. A number of baseball people have given statements and declarations and all that, uh, wishing David Ortiz, Big Poppy, a smooth recovery. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We will have... Later on, updates uh, throughout the night. Uh, David Ortiz, if anything comes down overnight, Ortiz shot in the Dominican Republic. Sunday night, reports indicate that he's doing all right, considering that the bullet went through his lower back and out his abdomen there. We'll keep you updated on that if anything comes down. We will let you know throughout the overnight here, but there's other stuff going on, including the NBA Finals. Is this the final dance For the Golden State Warriors here, if they don't snap out of the funk, that's it. See you later. The Warriors, they're saying all the right things. They're saying all the right things here, talking about, ah, it's not that big a deal. Everything will be all right, going on and on about how uh, the mood is good. That's what Steve Kerr said, Andre Iguodala, guys are locked in, uh, the whole thing. Let's hear from some of these. I mentioned Steve Kerr saying the mood is good. He, He really believes that. At least he's telling you that. I don't know if he actually believes it or not, but here's what he said. The mood is good. We've still got plenty to play for. Today we'll watch the film and go through practice and and talk about the things we can clean up. We have an amazing opportunity and challenge, and uh, we're going to do everything we can to to meet that challenge, and we're excited about it. Hey, Coach Kerr, why didn't you do that the last two games? You lost, right? There was also a challenge in those games, and you didn't show up in those games. What's up with that? All right, here's more. Here's Clay Thompson of the Warriors, and he has a more fatalist outlook on all of this. You wish to have no end in sight, but uh, everything that's great always comes to an end. So whether that's tomorrow or four years from now, you never know. That's the beauty of life. So you just got to go out and enjoy every minute you do with the group of guys you got because it's in professional sports. Nothing's ever guaranteed. I do like the buzz in the background. Give me some more of that buzz. I need some more buzz. Here's... Clay Thompson, the, the Komodo dragon in the room here about Kevin Durant. Some reports say he did not look very good. He worked out with the Warriors, looked shaky. But here's Thompson asked about Durant's situation. I feel for Kevin. I know what type of competitor he is. What, and, what type uh, is he? We uh, obviously miss him dearly. But um, whether goal. it's tomorrow or game six, we just got to do everything in our willpower to help him get back. And if that's win a game and be patient, then we got to go do that. All right, so Clay Thompson suffering from illness. Now, I would recommend two things. Garlic, 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 garlic. That's number one. Raw garlic on an empty stomach. And then the second thing would be a neti pot to clear out your sinuses there. Be fine. All right? You'll be fine, Clay. Or just jump into the Pacific Ocean because I know the water, the salt water in, in Pacific, off the Southern California coast, just marvelous. All right, here's Steph Curry, the other participant for the Golden State Warriors here, and he points out this is uncharted territory, the Warriors situation. We haven't been in this position before, but I guess in the finals, but playing, playing OKC and, and the whole 16 year or 2016 run where we were on both sides of this equation, you can kind of relive those experiences, understand what the emotions were like and how important every, literally every possession of those, you know, potential closeout games were on both ends and, and what it took for those comebacks to happen. But for us, it's just a matter of can you win one basketball game right now? All right, here's more from Steph Curry who points out the uh, good vibrations or was it bad vibrations in the Warrior locker room? 
After game four, it was it was a tough tough vibe in the, in the locker room. Oh, just tough, tough. You, you yeah. lose two in a row at home. Sure. Nobody likes that feeling at all, especially in the finals. And it's sure kind of that? a little self-reflection of, you know, what do we need to do and what do we need to correct for us to stay alive. All right, so let's discuss the question. What are the chances that Stephen Curry, Wardell, he's played like Wardell. He hasn't played like Stephen. His real legal name is Wardell. That's his first name, Wardell Curry. He goes by Stephen. That's his middle name. But what are the chances that Stephen Curry and Golden State can come back from a three games to one deficit? They've got the one win. The other team has three against Toronto. Now, if any team should do it, this is the team that should do it. The Golden Bloody State Warriors. They they are the ones that should get this done. Now, I'm going to set the odds at plus 2,000. Now, plus 2,000, not great odds. That implies a 5% chance the Warriors are going to be able to come back and win. And if you look at the Warriors right now, right, this is a crash and burn situation right now, what's going on the last couple games in this series here. Uh, But I I believe there's about a 5% chance, less than that. That's it. I've got the box lunch, the smell test, and divine. And we will put everything into a pot, and we'll cook it, make some chicken soup, and put some noodles in there. It'll be good to go. And we'll tie all this together. Now, A, Toronto's defense. Toronto's defense. I don't know if they're that good or the Warriors have just played crap basketball here, but it has been an unrelenting stretch of games here. Steph Curry called it janky. Remember, he called it janky after Golden State won the game in Toronto. Okay. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins compared the Toronto defense to an AAU basketball team. He said that. So the Raptors are doing this box and one, and it has boxed up a prolonged torture situation for several key members of the Golden State traveling party. The Raptors' box of zone defenders, who if you watch the game, you know a lot of the times they play this, the box and one where they're positioned about you know, all, all four corners of the paint, and then you have one guy shadow, man-to-man Steph Curry. Uh, he's the isolated scoring threat. You you follow Steph Curry around and shadow him. And that box and one has been the boxed lunch from hell for the Warriors. That's been the kryptonite here. And you you look at the Warriors who are on the ropes, certainly on the ropes, uh, with amateur, amateur offensive play. And it, it is an indictment on Golden State that so far they've been unable to solve the real. Now, if they come back and win the next three games, nobody remembers any of this, and you move on. The Raptors have been omnipresent. They have been all-powerful and almighty in this series. Kawhi Leonard and friends have been in control of just about every facet of every single game. That is not my opinion. It is a fact. So we are four games into the finals. Now, if you do the math, and we break up these NBA games into 12-minute blocks of time. So there have been 16 blocks of 12 minutes, the the 16 quarters in the NBA final. The Toronto Raptors have outscored the Golden State Warriors in 13 of the 16 quarters. 81.2% of the time, Toronto has finished the 12-minute block of time with more points than Golden State. Now, in golf parlance... This series so far has been a gimme. It's been a You just assume that Toronto's going to win. The, the calculated nature of the Raptors, the Warriors have been a pushover with the exception of a sporadic quarter here and there. Uh, it has been a case where Toronto is getting good shots and they're making It's like they're conducting a layup line and the Golden State Warriors are completely hornswoggled by the Toronto defense. Now, part B of this, Golden State, while they have played like a bunch of misfits, right, and they got to own that, they got to own that. They talk the talk. You got to now walk the walk. This is a dramatic flip of the script situation in the NBA Finals, and it needs to have another, if you're, you're a Golden State apologist, you need to have another dramatic flip, a 180-degree change the opposite way. Toronto has controlled every facet of the NBA Finals. And several Golden State players have been exposed. Now, we need to circle some names here that need to be getting tough love on the radio show, either past their prime or not ready to step up, not ready for prime time. The biggest villain, to me, the biggest villain on Golden State is DeMarcus Cousins. Now, some Pollyannas will say, well, he's coming off an injury. You shouldn't be that harsh 
on DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, yeah? Okay. Well, he's playing. And if you're playing, you got to produce, okay? And if you can't produce, you're better off not playing. DeMarcus Cousins has been a net negative. And when he's been out there, it's like Golden State, they're going to have a nervous breakdown at any moment with DeMarcus Cousins out there on the court. This is an indictment on Cousins. This is a former all-star player. He had an opportunity here. And everyone said one of the reasons he went to Golden State was for an opportunity with the bright lights on him to show that he could get it done, win a championship, cherry pick a championship, and get in, you know, get one of those dopey trophies and all that, piggyback on the work of the other Golden State Warriors, and get a, get a chance. He had an opportunity here to be not the leading actor, but a solid number two actor. And instead, he has provided nothing but misery and ulcer for the Golden State Warriors. He's been trampled on. Cousins has been manure. He's shooting 30% in the NBA Finals. DeMarcus Cousins, a former All-Star, he put up all those 25.15 rebound games for Sacramento back in the day. He's shooting 30% averaging six points a game. And he had an opportunity here to pick it up, especially the game that the Warriors used load management and rested Clay Thompson thinking, well, we can come back. Hadn't, hadn't worked out. DeMarcus Cousins has been dreadful. What about Garbage. What about Sean Livingston? Right? What about Sean Livingston? Confused, nausea, watching him play basketball. And you say, well, he's at, on his last legs. Well, Sean Livingston might as well be taken to the glue factory right now. He's shooting 41% and playing matador defense. Poop fest. Ole, 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 ole. Matador defense for, for Sean Livingston. Andre Iguodala. Remember he hit that big shot? Who? Big shot in game two, the only game Golden State's won in this series. And the Warrior players were shaming Toronto. How could you leave Andre Iguodala open? How could you do that? My God, he's a finals MVP. He's shooting 37% in the NBA Finals. Leave him wide open every time. Every time. He's going to miss over six of every ten shots. Shooting 37%. But wait, there's more. I'm not done. Right? How about Steph Curry? Steph Curry had the big monster game when Klay Thompson was away, but his overall efficiency, he's not been exactly the human torch in the NBA Finals, shooting 42% field goal uh, range for the Golden State Warriors. Klay Thompson's the only player on Golden State who has consistently been efficient. He is the one that Toronto cannot stop. He's shooting in the finals over 55%. He's from three-point range, shooting 59%, almost 60% from three-point range, and averaging 25 points a game. However, you know you got to put in a, a caveat on that. He missed game three. The Warriors were overly protective of the hamstring. They were very arrogant. They assumed, don't worry, we don't need him. We can come back and win the series. And Golden State now are in a situation where there is no margin for error. You know that. I know that. They know that. And... The positive for the Warriors is they have the built-in fall guy. you got to have a scapegoat. The scapegoat for the Warriors is the Slim Reaper. Uh, They will say, well, if we had Kevin Durant, we would have won, but Durant was out. Keep in mind, in the 11 games Kevin Durant played in the postseason, the Warriors averaged 118 points per game. That's good. In the nine games since, they have been under 111 points per game, which still should be good enough to win. Right? I mean, to me, this doesn't pass the smell test. You have Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Stephen Curry on the team. These are three bona fide stars of modern NBA basketball. Now, Curry and Thompson in particular, but Draymond Green, more of an acquired taste, do better. I mean, these guys are not exactly calm under pressure. They have not been in this series to this particular point as we're doing the show in real time. Golden State just looks like they, at any moment they're ready to blow a fuse when they're out on the court. You watch them play, and this is very bizarre that they're playing like this. Now, my theory is that we are in for some tremendous palace injury. If the Warriors do not come back, wait until the finger-pointing starts. Wait until some of those stories start leaking out from the NBA insider crowds, and it is going to be wonderful. The anguish, right, the heartburn of losing, the headaches, the vomiting that that causes 
will provide us with great theater. Some are pointing out that if Durant does not come back, and I don't think he will, does he then, as a result, be inspired to return to the Golden State Warriors because they clearly need him? This is an opportunity for him to be the hero, to ride in if he can come back. Either he doesn't come back in this series, if he does come back and leads the Warriors to win, he can be the hero. But if he doesn't come back, then he can re-sign and, and the Warriors will be in really good shape. Now, the last word. All right, so what can Steve Kerr cook up? If you believe in coaching, I'm a skeptic of NBA coach. Like, it really matters all that much. And, and the players kind of run the own, their, their ship here in the NBA. It's different than the other sports. But there, there is a path to get it done. Obviously, you got to play better defense. That's the first thing that goes without saying. And you also have to play close to flawless basketball on offense. But really, it's a one-game flip of the script. Because if the Warriors should win the game on Monday night, they then go back home for game six. And you say, well, they haven't been that good at home. And that's true. It has not been all sunshine and rainbows and lollipops when they played the Oracle it is not. But the pendulum starts to shift back to Toronto. Even though they've got Game 7 in their back pocket, do you really want to walk into a Game 7 situation facing Golden State having lost the last two games? Of course not, if you're Toronto. So Toronto, at this point, a little bit of house money, but they lose the game on Monday night, then all of a sudden the, the thing shifts and it's a Herculean task uh, to win that closeout game on the road and with all the trials and tribulations. Now, Golden State also would be wise if they can get some divine intervention. When I say divine intervention, Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam colliding and both injuring themselves, ending up out for a game, that would certainly guarantee the finals will go all the way to a... A game seven. Like crash test dummies. They just run into each other. Something like that. All right, here's the Ben Maller show on Fox. <laughs> As we press on, we say hello to Edmund at Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas, 9 to 5, Corporate. I'm not that Eddie Garcia and Jar Jar no, Garcia. Not with a Y, no. Yes, if you missed it, it David Ortiz shot in the Dominican Republic, the Red Sox star, by someone named Eddie Garcia. By someone named Eddie Garcia. That's according to the authorities. And the guy jumped off the back of a motorcycle and it was all recorded. It's spelled with a Y, so it's like it's not even really Eddie. It's a completely different thing. Well, it's pronounced Eddie, though. Yeah, but it's it's, it's not even close to being, you know, like all the good Eddies are E D D I E. Everybody knows. So that. all the other, if it were the Y, that's a bad sign. That's like the sign of the clearly, devil. Clearly. Yeah. I got you. Uh, Vols fan Jimmy says, what is the Maller scale of panic for the Warriors? Oh, the Maller scale of panic for the Warriors is like an 8.5. 8.5. What is on the Maller scale of will he play, will he not play for Kevin Durant? Oh, I think Durant, the chances of Durant playing, I would say, are less than 10%. I don't wow. think he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play. I'll, be, I'll believe it when I see him out there playing. Who I don't win, think he's going to play. Who wins tonight, man? What's that? Who wins tonight? Well, I want more to talk about, so I need the Golden State Warriors <laughs> to win tonight. I need Golden if State to come back and win. Warriors win tonight, then they go seven. Guaranteed. I'd like a game seven. We got a game seven in the Stanley Cup final. Why not get a game seven the other way? I'm all for it. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy says, I agree. Cousins has been mostly bad, but they probably get swept without his game two performance. But even in game two, Mr. Nice Guy, he did not shoot particularly well. Tony writes and says, I didn't even realize that Sean Livingston was still in the NBA until the series. Had no idea. <laughs> Shock. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Now, if reports are to be believed, one of the first things that new Jets GM Joe Douglas may do is hire ESPN's draft analyst Todd McShay in a role with the team. Ben, this whole hiring TV analysts thing, fad or trend? Oh, it's a trend. Listen, this has been going on for a while. And and listen, I don't support it, but the, the Raiders were not like breaking new uncharted territory when they hired John Gruden and Mike Mayock. Uh, to navigate the sinking waters around the silver and black. This has happened. It doesn't happen all the time, but semi-regularly. Matt Millen, who could forget? Matt Millen went from television to leading the Detroit Lions to an 0-16 record. John Lynch was a Fox NFL broadcaster. Now he's running the 49ers into the ground in the Bay Area. So this happens. The, the thing about the boob tube is the Svengali effect. 
people are mesmerized when they see these people on television. So it is a shortcut to get a front office job. Owners and other executives are mesmerized by the television. Next. Now, there was a report over the weekend that the Clippers are unwilling to include Shea Gilgis Alexander in... Yeah, exactly. In well, any, no, 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 don't say it like that. He's a star. In any potential trade yeah. for Anthony Davis. Ben, are you that all in on Shea Gilgis well, as well? Well, let's put this way. I'm not all in on Anthony Davis. I have said my concerns. He's 26 years old. He can't even dress himself. All right? That's embarrassing. How about you do the grown-up thing and put your own clothes on? And he's rickety. And I like Shea Gilgis Alexander. He was very impressive. He shot 47% as a rookie, 37% from three-point range. Whatever Jerry West wants, he shouldn't mushroom into a star. So if West wants to keep him, keep the guy. Next! Now, Raptors fans started to uh, line up for Jurassic Park two whole days before Game 5. Yeah. Now, this is something that is so quintessentially not you, Ben, that it made me wonder... (laughs) What event in your life were you most excited in anticipation well, for? Th- this is going to surprise you, Kubaloop, but back in the early 90s, I was a huge Howard Stern fan. I camped out all night in Pasadena at no a Howard Stern book signing for <laughs> private parts. And awesome. Yeah, I spent all night out. It was all. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. It was, yeah, I guess I won. I don't know. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line. Unscreened radio. The safety net is off. Who needs our advice? In the world of sports, there's so many people out there that could use wisdom and knowledge that you, the listener, to the Ben Maller Show can provide. So who should we give advice to? We have several great suggestions. Kubaloop wanted us to give advice to the assassin in the David Ortiz <laughs> uh, shooting there on how to be a better assassin. I don't know about that, Coop. I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, let's see. What can we do? We give uh, advice to the horses at Santa Anita on how to stay alive. I think we've already done that, though, in the past. It didn't work. So several people have said, what about the Golden State Wars? Why don't we can do that? We, should we do the Golden State Wars? Why don't we just do the Golden State Wars? Mad they, Bum? Uh, we could do Mad Bum, too. All right, Eddie, you decide. Mad Bum or the Golden State Wars? Who needs our advice more? I think the Warriors probably need our advice All right, more. he picked the Warriors. All right, so it's the Warriors. Advice to the Warriors. <laughs> they got game... Five tonight, NBA Finals in Canada. Advice to the Warriors on how to come back down three to one to the Raptors. You're live on the air when you hear my voice. And if you get a busy signal, keep calling. I can't give out the number or I would encourage you to call, but I'm not allowed to give out the number because Roberto will kick my ass if I give out the number. Hello, you on line one. You are on the air. Advice to the Warriors. Actually, that's not line one. I don't have I lied. That's line my two. My advice is win Warriors or you're going to get knocked out. No, that's hollering James. Uh, Bill in Venice is next. I don't know how I know his name. Bill, your advice to the Warriors, how to come back down 3-1 to one to the Raptors, Bill. Kevin Durant. No, uh, three-pointer. Three-pointers. Solid advice, Bill. Make some three-pointers. You on line four, you're next. We're giving advice to the Warriors on how to come back down 3-1 to one to the Raptors in the finals. I used, a, I used the Mallard Maneuver on my Tinderoni this past weekend, and now she's paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, my goodness. How did, is that our friend from Ottawa? Yeah, Jason in Ottawa. Man, a, a legend. Hello, Line 5. You are next. We're giving advice to the Warriors on coming back down 3-1 to one to the Raptors. I like the paralyze. All right, let's go to you on Line 6. You're next, Line 6. The pokey, pokey, pokey. Pokey, pokey, pokey. Let's go to the random line. Oh, bet. oh it's Cowboy John Brad in Windsor, Ontario. Hey, where yeah, well, are the white women at? First of all, get well soon. Uh, David Ortiz and the Warriors need. Oh, we have an update, by the way. Brian Finley listening live to the show. He checked in. So, Angry Bill. Brian, you get a Twitter account. You can flirt with Brian on Twitter, Angry so Bill. Take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. Line two, you're next. Hello, line two. Yeah, you 
come back from 3-1 when you had kids like Angry Bill by a blow-up dog. All right, thank you for that, uh, Sean, the hood guy. Line three, you are next. <laughs> Hello, line three. Smoke a lot of pot and eat a lot of prunes. Yeah, that's solid advice. You've been giving that advice for many, many years. Line four, you are on the air. We're giving wisdom and knowledge to the Warriors on coming back down 3-1 to one in the NBA Finals. Hey, defy the analytics and shoot more mid-range jumpers because long twos count two. That's a good point. And as long as they go in, you don't have to shoot three-pointers. You make, make those 20-foot jump shots if they go in. It's worth it. Line five, hello. Boogie, boogie, boogie. All right, you've already called in. Line six, you are on the air. <laughs> We're giving advice to Golden State down three games to one to Toronto. Hello, line six. I know it's you, Roberto. Uh-oh. It's coming <laughs> to get you, Roberto. <laughs> Back to line two we go. It's the instant Dude, advice line. Do not be a pussy willow like Mad Bomb. Yeah, oh, look at that. <laughs> little shot there. Some giant fans trying to defend Mad Bomb. Yeah. I, what a, you know, Great on. advice there. Great advice. A giant suck up. Line three. You are next, line three. Big Bill Miller. Oh, Bill Miller. Miller. No, no, come on. Oh, that's good. I thank you. I need a jingle like that. Hello, line four. Oh, hell, Bill Miller. Line four. Uh, yes, Ben. I would look the Golden State Warriors <laughs> Here we square go. in the eye and say, You have on yourself, Ben Miller. Oh, I love that guy. You have on yourself, Ben Miller. Random line. Hello, random line. Bob Welch for the baseball and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Bob Welch for the baseball rock and, and roll, rock and roll, roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Line six. <laughs> Hello, line six. Line yeah. line six. I didn't. You didn't speak fast enough. Line five. Hello. Get liquored up before the game so you don't feel the pain. We call that the Brett Hall is what we call that. Now we'll go back to line six. Hello, line six. You're on the live air. Hello, line six. You want some ice cream, Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll do Lieutenant one. Dan, ice cream. We'll do a couple more. Line three. <laughs> Hello, line three. It's very simple, Golden State. Change your name to the Boston Warriors. Pay large sums of money to the officials. Ah, uh, here we go. That weasel, that weasel from Maine. Like that All right. That he calls every awesome. week here. That's Last awesome. call, Coop. Hurry up. Pick a call. Line four. Line four. Last call. This is the advice line. You're on the air. Go. They should, the Warriors should take turns sitting on a toilet with a plunger in it. Solid advice. Wow. Yeah, just sit on a toilet. He didn't curse. <laughs> it's solid advice because he didn't curse. There it is, the instant advice line, the plunger on the toilet. Stuffed up. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 